Jay. I'm Sydney. I'm Shu. And tonight we're talking to you about tulpas. It's the best friend you didn't know you had. The best friend you have to make yourself. Ooh, they'll know you better than anyone else. Because they came from inside of you. I'm a tulpa. I'm a part of you. I love this episode already. Okay. So so. you suggested tulpas as a subject, and I said, I've never heard of it. Let me look this up. And I read about it, and I fucking love it. The history was complicated because it involves, like, eight types of Buddhism. Yeah. I kind of skipped past all that. I was like, I don't know. Um, So... What is a tulpa? What is it? A tulpa is a concept in mysticism and the paranormal of a being or object which is created through spiritual or mental powers. Okay. So pretty much it is an imaginary friend that you create in your mind Mm -hmm. that um, most people consider to be like sentient or like they are their own person. Yeah. So you think think about it it's basically you design this character and it is so fleshed out that it becomes capable of independent thought so when you're developing it you have to decide how it thinks and works and what it does but eventually it becomes such a well-developed character it runs off on its own which is kind of you know I, I was thinking about sketch comedy actors and how they'll come up with a character and eventually if they do that character enough they don't have to think before answering in character. You can improv as this other person because you know them so well that yeah. they're kind of their own being. That is exactly what a tulpa is. I watched a YouTube video and he, the, the guy on the YouTube video said, using a part of your brain to create a sentient being. Okay. So, and he, I watched that to um, get instructions on how to create a tulpa. Oh, yeah. So we can go over that, too. Yeah, you don't want to let them loose until they're fully developed. Yeah. I mean, I'm leaning to you to guide me through this journey. I just mainly liked this because I thought, like, loneliness is an epidemic. And this is a way for people, because tulpas are having a moment. I think they're getting popular in the digital age. And it's a way for people to create a buddy. Um, Also, if I designed a tulpa, it probably would just be Frank. (laughs) Because he's, he's basically perfect. <laughs> he is perfect. He's like, he kind of is your tulpa because you probably think like what he's thinking, mm-hmm. but you're creating those thoughts. I mean, people do. Frank is my dog. If you've just tuned in. Oh, yeah. We should probably clarify. Um, Frank the dog. And I think people project a lot of emotions onto their pets and they do project these personalities. But I would say that Frank and I are like that. We know each other so well that we don't need words and we just like understand each other and that it's almost like I created him. He understands me so well. Oh, I love that. Um, I mean, sometimes I have to give a command, but usually he can tell by my body language. Are we going outside? Are we what's happening? We're getting in the car. You want me to jump up? <sighs> Frank's great. Frank is great. OK, so All he's right. his own person. Frank and is you his guys own... just get each other. Yeah. OK. <laughs> well tulpas um let's see they're adapted by 20th century theosophists um from tibetan sprulpa which means it um 
emanation emanation oh god tongue twister emanation or manifestation Mm -hmm. um and modern practitioners use the term to refer to a type of willed imaginary friend yes so which we covered yeah um so let's uh let's talk about this is something i read um they became popular through my little pony friendship is magic um fandom yes so it was like a reddit group who just thought let's let yeah let's let's create this thing with our minds yeah so the fans attempted to use meditation and lucid dreaming techniques to create imaginary friends so um should we go over how to create a tulpa yeah give us some directions Okay, so here's what you want to do. First, you want to give your tulpa a name and draw a picture of what you want your tulpa to look like okay. or what it looks like in your mind. And then um, give your tulpa a backstory. Like, they need origins. Okay. And the more details, the better. Like, the more you think about it and concentrate on, like, this person you're creating the more realistic they're going to seem. Okay. Um, And then... That's just, like, good writing. Yeah. Well, this YouTube person... Okay, I should say... What does this say? Tiffero? Tiffero. Yeah, I think so. That was the YouTube person. T-I-P-H-A-R-O-T. So if you want to go look up their YouTube channel. Okay. Um, And the, their video is How to Create a Tulpa. But um, yeah, he's he talked about how like writers often, you know, write so much about their character and build so much backstory that after a while their character just takes on a life of Mm -hmm. its own. Um, So it's kind of like that. And then you have to act like you're your tulpa for at first. Oh, so like have conversations or like think about what your tulpa would be doing or like write up like maybe journal as your tulpa. And it's all about repetition. So, like, you have to do this a lot until your brain becomes so comfortable with the character you've created Mm -hmm. that that character can start thinking independently of you. Okay. And basically, like, using your subconscious to create its own life. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, creating a split personality. Pretty much. Yeah. I just... Because when when people have... um disassociative identity disorder their multiple personalities are also like firmly developed i guess okay yeah oh that's something we should get into which is probably why like they make really good writers like that one chick who that documentary was made about jt Leroy. i don't think i've seen that oh fuck i don't know what you're talking about oh my fucking god this woman had disassociative identity disorder and she published books as like a young boy prostitute and her books got really popular so then she had her sister-in-law pose as this person to do all like the press junkets and stuff it's super bananas wait Um, did she write like books about kids like getting into drugs yes and like yeah her books were um yeah were about like uh prostitution and drugs and stuff okay and they were theoretically written by this character jt Leroy, who um but they were in the fiction section so it's like i don't know anyways it's a banana story and there's a documentary about it and uh i made someone watch it and they were like so mad at me afterwards because they said that was insane 
Yeah. <laughs> why? That's why you watch something. Right. It's unbelievable. Like that is. Yeah. You're welcome for yes. my recommendation. For real. I'm going to watch that. Yeah, that's it's called like, Author the JT Leroy Story. And I okay. know it's on Amazon. I don't know where else it is. I think they might have covered one of her books on Teen Creeps, the podcast. Okay. Like, I think they might have read one of her books. Um, that she, story sounds kind of familiar to and me. And she was interviewed on Mark Marin's show. And it's very interesting. Ooh, I'm going to have to look, listen I to that. I wish I could remember her name as a woman. I can't. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. If you really want to know, you'll figure it out. Author the JT Leroy story. It's all there. Ooh, that's like that. Have you seen that documentary about the woman who, um, this guy she dated and she dumped like through acid on her face and oh. then she ended up marrying him? Yes. Oh, that one's so good. That one was, yeah. It was like in New York in like the 40s. Yeah. Yeah. They ended up getting married, which was insane. Oh, and she shows her eyes and they're all fucked up. For her. Fucking Christ. Um, I forgot about that. That's like some dark shit. I love, I watched that documentary like multiple times. What? <laughs> I know. I don't know why. I don't even know what it's called. So take all those clues we dropped and put them in the Google machine. Acid face marriage. Yes. Acid blinding eye marriage. <laughs> That's what I would search. Um, tulpas, am tulpas. I right? <laughs> so anyways, here's uh, some things that are a little bit controversial about tulpas. Okay. That I want to get your take on. All right. Um, I've heard that they can turn on you. And yeah. if you try to get rid of them. They get they get angry. That's why apparently you have to be really careful when you're creating one and be careful and not set it loose before it's ready to be on its own because shit can go bad. Okay. You read that? Yeah, but that's like if you have a disassociative identity disorder and you develop a personality where it's like this slutty bitch who's always having sex with no condoms, like she's going to get you herpes. Yeah. You got to be careful what you divide your mind off into that's right because you might get herpes herpes which is fine a quarter of people have it a lot of people have herpes but it's just like it would be chill yeah like i don't want to shame anyone who does because you can totally live a normal life with herpes and like you can still have a normal relationship and have sex with people but it would just be cool if people were more upfront about like what was going on with their situation yeah i am hating on the people who don't say anything and just act like it's okay and then you give it to someone who doesn't know that they're getting it yeah just make it give supply your partners with all the information necessary to make an educated decision let's talk about sex baby yeah I wish people were more comfortable with that. I know. I just think it's like, because it's so stigmatized, people don't want to mention it. But if it was mentioned more, it wouldn't be stigmatized. Yeah. It's the same thing with abortion, where one in in three women has had an abortion, but no one talks about it. But, like, no one wants to be on the front lines of being like, I had an abortion. Yeah. Because... Well, you're supposed to feel ashamed about it, so if you are saying it then you're at then yeah. people assume you're proud of it yeah and to be proud of it would make you a you know quote-unquote bad person yeah in but society if a million people admitted they'd had one then it wouldn't be a big deal if you admitted you had one right but yeah it's this sort of thing so let's let's all be a little less judgmental and a little more understanding so people can be honest about you know their stis and their abortions for sure 
<sighs> it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah. <laughs> what did come first? Uh, tulpas. Tulpas. Maybe we are all tulpas and we don't even realize it. Maybe some of the people that I don't like are just tulpas that I created of fucking assholes. <laughs> Maybe. And they shouldn't have been set I loose yet. I think that's like what my anxiety is. Oh. It's just like a, a loose tulpa being yeah. an asshole in my brain. Yeah. Because um, I have to be like, I'm not talking to you anymore. I'm not I'm engaging with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So... People who create tulpas are called tulpamancers. Tulpa. Oh, I'm 100% in because it's, I love any sort of mancer. Yeah. And they treat their tulpas as like real or semi-real people. Okay. Because it's important if you want to have a good relationship to, you know, like respect your tulpa. It's important if you want to have a good relationship in any way to respect the other person. Yeah. I just want to give that bit of relationship <laughs> advice true. out there to like every single uh, person I know. It's important to respect the other part of your relationship. Yeah, definitely. Respect your spouse, respect your friends, respect your lovers. And if you don't respect them, you shouldn't be with them. Yeah. Treat, Bam. Uh, treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. So. And that's why I leave them alone because I just want to be left <laughs> alone. Well, I read that uh, tulpas, um, you know, are really popular with people who suffer from loneliness uh -huh. and anxiety disorder because it's kind of just like creating. I imagine it's like if you were on a deserted island, like yeah. you'd probably end up creating a tulpa, even if you didn't know what they were. Cause, like, well, you, yeah, we saw Castaway. He put sticks and a Wilson. bloody handprint on Wilson and... That became his friend. Yeah, it's it's kind of like human survival because I feel like we all need to yeah. be engaged mm -hmm. and feel like in a community. Yes. And if you don't have a community, like it's your way of creating your own. So, well, I think people should, you know, if you're getting to the stage of like you think you need a tulpa, uh -huh. I, I wish that you would maybe go try and join some sort of group. That's new, like push yourself out of your comfort zone to go meet people or even if you don't meet a friend, just be involved in some kind of group thing. Yeah, I actually really enjoy participating in group things where I don't talk to people. Um, I mean, I loved college. I went for 14 years and I had classes where I never talked to anybody all semester, but I liked being in the room. Yeah. Um, and I do these Pilates classes and I don't really talk to anyone there, but it's still like out of my house. Right. I'm still interacting with the world, even if I'm not, you know, making besties. Yeah. So like join a kickball league or yeah, I like to sometimes this bookstore near us has coloring nights. Uh -huh. Where you can go and they have like a bunch of different prints and color pencils. Yeah. And I just go color and like I might not talk to people all the time, but it's just like just doing something. Yeah. And I, sometimes I do talk to people. Uh, so. I have a friend who goes on meetup and he does hikes and stuff. He does Ooh. a lot of meetup groups. Um, nice. Yeah. So. So, so yeah. Um, so I, those are options, but also you can make a tulpa. Yeah. If, if you really feel like you need to, you can create a tulpa. Um, so there was a survey that was done to see like where people think tulpas come from. Oh, and here are the results. <laughs> are you ready? I'm so ready. Dramatic pause. No, I'm just 
like, I wrote down in my notes, dramatic pause here. I've been watching a lot of The Voice with Carson Daly just pausing hard. Oh. Um. Okay, so 8.5% of people support metaphysical explanations. 8.4%? 8. 8.5. 8.5%. Yeah. Okay. So they think it's a metaphysical thing uh-huh. that's happening. 76.5% of people support a neurological or psychological explanation. Okay. So they're like, it's the brain. It's the brain. It's a brain game. It is a brain game. Um, 14% cite other. Oh. So they're like, it's, I don't know what it is. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what the fuck is a tulpa? What is a tulpa? I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, I tried to explain it to someone last night. Because they said, tulpas, is that a type of Mexican food? And I was like, number one, it sounds delicious, but no. (laughs) Uh, And then I said, it's kind of like imaginary friends that you believe become independent and sentient. Uh, Followed up with, but I'm too stoned to make sense of this. Yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, it's if you if someone came to you and said, so where do you think tulpas come from? Yeah, like most people are going to be like, know. I don't know. Put me in that 8%. Yeah. So 14%. Oh, 14%. Jesus yeah. Christ. I obviously am not keeping up with these numbers. That's fine. They're, it's not important. It's, it's super important. It's- <laughs> I mean, we're talking tulpas here. Cut to a week from um, now where I have a tulpa knuckle tattoo. Because and when people ask about it, I'm like, it doesn't matter. It's tulpas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I first heard about it. Um, I, you know, I listen to this podcast called the unbelievable podcast uh-huh. and it's about like occult paranormal, um, of, um, what are they called? Conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. oh God. Just had like a total brain fart. Your moms are doing a podcast tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my God. Oh, what was that? <laughs> um, so I heard about it on the unbelievable po- podcast. They interviewed a teenage boy who had a tulpa. Like, oh. And it's so I should say um, you can most people like not most. Some people have romantic relationships with their tulpas. Okay, where it's I was gonna a ask, sexual relationship. I picture them looking like Pokemon. Like that's what I picture <laughs> when I'm reading about tulpas. Uh-huh. But I think I'm wrong. And I think most people create human tulpas. Well, I I feel like it's. Kind of half half. Like th- I don't think there's a lot of Pokemon tulpas. Okay. To be honest, like yeah. I don't think that's the most popular style. Uh-huh. But I do think that a lot of people's tulpas are take on like a more kind of area um, alien or like ethereal okay. type of vibe. Like maybe like they're pink, or they okay. have like long tentacle hair. Yeah, they're like that opera singer in the um, Fifth Element. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going there tonight. But do you all remember that scene where they're no. at the ball and there's a she's like a blue alien and uh, she like starts doing her dance and she's like. <laughs> I've only seen the Fifth Element once and it was during my malt liquor year. Oh shit! So. I love that movie. I fucking I love, love malt Bruce liquor so much. I know you. God do. damn that Bruce Willis. Well, anyways, maybe that's what people's tulpas look oh, like. Oh, okay. Uh, so not 
just not exactly human. Yeah. Okay. Maybe like humanoids. Humanoid. But re- I, they can look like whatever you want. My tulpa would look like Tupac. Yeah. So, uh, maybe if Tupac and Bruce Willis had a baby. Hot. That baby has no hair. <laughs> He's Tell you what that olive baby. skinned. He's olive skinned and bald as bald. the day is young. <laughs> so... I thought it was kind of weird that so many people think it's like a neurological thing happening because I felt like it started with like occult people. No, but they're saying (laughs) they're not saying they're just saying that the it's taking place all inside the mind that it isn't physically Uh. becoming real. (laughs) So that's 74% of people saying, yeah, it's all the action is taking place in your mind. Okay. It's not a metaphysical true being. Okay. I was not understanding that then correctly. <laughs> because occultist William Walker Atkinson mm-hmm. wrote in his book, The Human Aura, about thought forms, which are like they're yeah, they're the same thing. Uh-huh. Um, and he said that um, oh well, he described them as simple ethereal objects emanating from auras surrounding people, generated from their thoughts and feelings. Yeah, that's saying that it's <laughs> in their mind. <laughs> do you think? Yeah. Or do you think he's saying like I see other people's auras? And he and thinks that I'm he's seeing get, their tulpas. Yeah. I mean, there are people who can sense things. They pick up more from others. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that they're seeing anything metaphysical. They're just picking up on these clues that other people aren't picking up on. Like their micro expressions on their face and whatever. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, a lot of times I'll meet someone and everyone else will think they're fine. And I'm like, no, like there's something there that is not good and it's just because i am like i don't know i'm more perceptive i think about humans or i read them i can read the subtext um but that doesn't mean i'm like sensing anything metaphysical or their aura i'm just picking up on the clues that other people aren't tuned into Uh uh-huh um that's so interesting because i was told the same thing that like lately some things in my personal life have come to light uh-huh. where other people are like, wow, you really didn't think that person was like very good. Uh-huh. And look at now. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know. I just always got a feeling around them. Yeah. But I think it's like, I'm a witch. Well, I mean, maybe I had a hippie lady come into my coffee shop once and go. We talked for like two seconds and she's like, you're a true empath. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, first of all, like, just stop. <laughs> I'm just good at people because I deal with people for a living and I study social sciences and I'm very I have a very permeable membrane. So it's why I don't do well. I living in big cities. It's why I had a hard time in New York because I'm just more sensitive and tuned into the emotions of others. I'm more permeable um, versus some people have a thicker skin and they can they can be OK living in New York. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, no, I'm just really like tuned into people. It's yeah. not like some sort of magical thing. You're an X-Men and you just have to accept that. 
Just like, I am a witch. I just bought my first pair of Birkenstocks. I'm well on my way. And I'm like fully embracing it. That's. We just got to do it. Well, yeah. It's why I I have to be alone because I'm so sensitive to like being around other people. It's more exhausting for me. You're like rogue. Yeah. Don't touch me. She was my favorite when yeah. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I like Jubilee a lot. Oh, okay. She, you know, she shoots fireworks out of her fingers, which is real handy. That is real handy. <laughs> Who doesn't want that? She's Every like, day's I'm a parade. Bored. Pew, pew. <laughs> oh, you look sad. Pew, pew. Um, yeah. Uh, she um, sounds like she'd make a great tulpa. Maybe. Did you have an imaginary friend growing up? No, did you? Well, I had a cousin who had like a legit imaginary friend that they were like always talking to and talking about. Mm -hmm. And I was just like wanted to be in on it. So I acted like I had an imaginary friend. Her name was Angel. And um, coincidence, she looked exactly like the angel topper on her Christmas tree. Weird. Yeah, um, but I totally like. Yeah, didn't have like it was <laughs> the laziest imaginary friend. Yeah, that's like George, George Glass. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Angel, Angel Topper. Yeah. Oh, what does your angel look like? Oh, see that one over there. That's what my imaginary friend named Angel looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I did try to get a little creative and I had this dresser with like um, lion faces where the like candles were. Uh It was like real old school. And I was like, "Um, Angel will only come if you call her through the dresser. And then it had rings like Uh through the lion faces, like their mouths. Uh And like I had a code where I would like pick up the rings and like hit them against the dresser and be like, it has to be a certain pattern. And then she'll come. So I was imaginative and like, you know, the backstory. But to say I like saw her in my mind was like, not really. Okay. But I think she, you know, she could be a possible tulpa. She's on the list. She's on the list. I still think about that Christmas topper because it was just so cute. I wish I still had it. I think that's just more about me being like a borderline hoarder. Yeah. I get real attached to objects. I think we've talked about that. We in have <laughs> objective <laughs> episode. So check that out. So, so some people date their tulpas. Yes, and uh, it's it's bordering on taboo. Okay, it's not really widely accepted. Uh huh. But some people be loving on their tulpas. You know what? That's fine. I think so too, dude. I got imaginary boyfriends up the wazoo my one boyfriend jeffrey dean morgan just turned 52 the other day and yeah he celebrated it with his beautiful wife and children yeah but also still my boyfriend he also celebrated it with you he also in your mind in my mind so yeah Yeah. i I had a friend point out that i have a lot of boyfriends and i said yeah and none of them know it and it's why our relationships are so successful so like yeah, I mean, there's Mickey Mouse, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Cary Grant, Paul Reiser, Mark Marin. I got boyfriends <laughs> all over the place. So if you're able to commit yourself just to one and they just happen to be a tulpa, you know, whatever. 
Well, yeah, I feel like if you're going to go through the hassle of creating a tulpa, like you, you better well fuck it. Exactly, exactly, cuz like look, we're we're adults creating imaginary beings in our mind. Mm-hmm. So I assume that you also need something to fuck. Yeah. So just do it. It just yeah, it makes sense. It's kind of like in art school I always got in trouble for humping things um but <laughs> i was like i went through all the trouble of creating this piece of art and I'm now i must it. hump it i'm gonna fuck it <laughs> you think i you think i did a semester of ceramics to not fuck something get out of here yeah let me sit on this pot <laughs> you're just like look it's a dildo yeah, <laughs> i'm like, gonna fuck it <laughs> do you think that i spent all uh, semester carving this dildo out of his like antique cherry wood to not fuck it like i've been whittling Uh, for a reason i've been whittling it for days i've been whittling (laughs) (laughs) on this cherry wood come sanding it with my sander sander. (laughs) gotta make it smooth for my pussy i'll be whittling i've been whittling nah nah I've been whittling all day for my dildo. I've been whittling. Nah, nah. <laughs> Cherry wood dildo. Yeah. Okay. We have to stop. Oh, no. Oh. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> that was so good. Oh, hopefully oh. Beyonce hears that. Hopefully Beyonce hears that and is like, man, I need to do a remix. She's like, you're the next Weird Al. <laughs> I like to think of myself as like the next female weird owl yeah you could be that was amazing i I just love like uh, making up songs to songs yeah like cherry wood dildo cherry wood dildo that Um. was so good (laughs) grinded on it uh okay well let's say that you've been fucking your tulpa okay it's been great you put a lot of work into making it but Uh. suddenly you meet a real girl oh shit and now you need to get rid of your tulpa. Fuck. How do you do that? How do you do that? You gotta tell your tulpa. I'm done. You need to go. I you, really, you gotta go. I really wanted you to do some sort of ceremony that put its body into a raccoon and then you oh. had to sacrifice the <laughs> raccoon on an altar. I was getting to that. Oh. <laughs> Is that true? No. Oh. Okay. No. But, I mean, I think it would be helpful if you did do some kind of like goodbye ceremony like maybe if you took the drawings you made of your tulpa and all the journaling and everything that you Mm -hmm. have physical and burnt it yeah and said you know like we're done but here's the thing like a tulpa you have to put so much work into it and it becomes so real in your mind Mm -hmm. that it's not just gonna go away it's not gonna go quietly in the the night no it's not gonna be like okay bye (laughs) um like a cute little little girl yeah um so it will come back and it'll be like but sydney i love you sydney i but i want to tell you about the mall today (laughs) Dude, this is like describing anyone that I've been romantically infatuated with until I fucked them and then realized that I don't ever want to do that again. Yeah. And then they're like, but hi. Exactly. And I'm oh, like, but I want to. But I want to. Um, 
Yeah. So they're going to do that. And you, this is where it gets tough. It's like a really bad breakup. Like you have to be like, no, I don't want you anymore. Like you have to go away. Yeah. And you have to turn them down like multiple times to get them to just like, yeah, it's like, seriously, if you've ever experienced like a hard breakup where someone just won't stop bothering you. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's, but it's in your mind. Yeah. Which is like intrusive thoughts. And you're exactly. supposed to be like, go stop thinking that. Stop yeah. Picturing death. Ex- yes. Exactly. Picture beautiful death. God damn it. Yeah. Um. So you have to tell your tulpa a lot to go. Jesus. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of here, tulpa. No, I won't listen to you. No, not even for a minute. Get yeah. the fuck out. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. You never were. I lied when I said it felt like you were. Just supposing. Just supposing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's tulpas. That's tulpas, man. If you were to design a tulpa, what would your tulpa be? I I feel like I would have, like, a, a chill tulpa. I wouldn't have a sex tulpa. No. I just have, like, a buddy that I get stoned with. Yeah. And we have fun conversations. Yeah. And maybe they help me draw cool pictures. Like... I don't know. Maybe my topo would look kind of like a, a unicorn girl. Okay. With long hair. Yeah. And she's just like, yeah. what up, girl? You want to smoke some weed? I'm that like, sounds yeah. like a great topa. Totally. And then yeah. we're like, she's like, let me take you to my homeland. And we just go through the clouds and we're like flying so fast and it's so fun and she has all these crazy friends that's good oh my god i'm like doing it i'm creating my tulpa right now okay what would yours be like i think my relationship with my tulpa would be much like um the two old ladies in um Oh my God, Jesus fucking Christ! In Steel Magnolias, okay, Weeza and the other one, yeah, where they're like, if you don't have something nice to say, come sit next to me, because I have like a million thoughts a day where I just need like a catty friend. Like I don't mean it, I don't mean it, but I need a catty friend to have the laugh with. Like a couple comes up to order drinks from me, and there's not a chin. If you put both their chins together, it still wouldn't be a chin. There's just no chin in sight. And I just, and they're so in love, you know, they're, they're nice people. They're in love with each other. And my brain just says, God, I mean, if they have kids, the baby will slide right out. Cause there's nothing for it to get caught on, but <laughs> no one in that house is going to be able to change a pillowcase. Like, how do you change a pillowcase? There's no chin, you know? And then I'm just like, I'm like, man, I need just someone Cause I'll like have these thoughts and I'll just start laughing in my head and I'm like, man, I need someone to, someone to laugh with about this right now. Yeah. So I just, I feel like, or, you know, like a relationship, the old man and the Muppets in the Uh back row. uh I just need someone to kind of talk a little trash with. Right. It's important. So is your Tulpa like an older person or are they like your age? I think she would be like a real hot middle-aged lady. Okay. Yeah. Now is she like... A physical, like, human person or, like, a Muppet person or, like, a cartoon person? I feel like she'd be, like, a miniature person. 
Okay. And I'd want to be able to just turn to her on my shoulder and be like, girl. Yeah. And she could be like, girl. Ooh, I like the miniature aspect. I yeah. think my unicorn lady would be like a miniature, but like claymation. Okay. Like Gumby. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I think someone being small is very good for a sidekick. Uh, again, not to harp on Frank the dog, but he's so <laughs> small and independent that I go hours without seeing him. Yeah. And I think I would want my Talpa to just to be like you go do your thing girl like yeah she just pops up when you she, she needs something sassy to yeah. comment about yeah or if i'm like in like a mood or i'm feeling dark or depressed i need her to like talk a little shit to me because i fucking love when someone dryly and astutely just reads me uh-huh i love it oh if really someone gives me like a good read like i don't just like you know, someone at a gas station who is trying to sell me a new windshield and I say, no, thank you. And then they're like, well, you're a fucking bitch with bad hair. I don't like that. But if someone who knows me well enough, like can really roast me, I love it. So like if I, you know, am feeling depressed or whatever, if she could come like roast me a little about it, it would probably the comedy would shake it loose. You know? Yeah. Just be like, oh, I feel so bad for myself. And then she could be like, listen. Like, I don't know. Yeah. She could tear me up and uh-huh. I would love it. I feel like I want to be that person mm-hmm. that can just look at you and be like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd just be bad at it. Like, I'd just be like, oh, you're Sydney. You're depressed and you want to die. And then you're like, uh, yeah, that's too on the nose. That's like fucking bitch. You're just like <laughs> stating the facts. And that's not really what I was looking for. But thank you. Thank you for stating the fact. And then I just think it's hilarious. I definitely knew while I was super uh, baked uh. in California yesterday, I definitely knew I was stoned when I was thinking about how sad I am and then started laughing. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> I was like, I just was thinking uh. like, God, there's so much darkness in you. <laughs> like you like. You act this way, uh, and you are so full of darkness, and that's ridiculous. Like, yeah. And I just was like, yeah, I'm definitely high. I like that. <laughs> it's great. Again, it happy. you know, 2018, uh, yeah. get more high. <laughs> Come queen. Come queen. Get more high. <laughs> There's so much uh, that 2018 is about, and all of it is great. By the end of the year, we're just going to have one shirt with, like, 50 <gasps> slogans on it that's, like, everything we've said this year that would be great it'll go like it'll have simone chan the front and then the back where you would have the tour dates like on a band shirt it'll be the things that we declared oh i love that okay shania twain shania twain horny season come queen juggalos juggalos get more high dude i sometimes forget that Uh, i'm a juggalo i wore my uh hatchet man shirt to the gym the other day yeah and it's so big, it fits me like a dress. That's but amazing. I, the only bottoms I had were semi see through uh, leggings, uh-huh. where like if you bend over. Yeah. And so I was like, fuck, I need a baggy shirt. So I just threw on the hatchet man. And I was like, that's right. Everyone over here, fucking look at me. Look at me. I'm woo, a fucking woo. juggalo. Woo woo. And I'm getting on this fucking treadmill. I'm going to run for 10 minutes straight because that's what juggalos do. That's what they do. You don't want me running after I'm, you, bitch. I'm picturing you running on a treadmill, spraying Fago on yourself. Uh, woo, woo. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's, um, ama- that's amazing. Yeah, I actually hurt my knee getting off the treadmill, and I haven't been able to run since then. You haven't been, but it's oh. fine. I think I get on like the elliptical if I want to. Yeah, but my knee's just like I need a knee brace. Yeah, I, I'm well, 31 now. I'm old. Yeah, it happens. Hi, hi, Bay. So that's. But I like that we created our tulpas. We did create our tulpas. I might just keep fucking chilling on this tulpa yeah. thought because, like, I just, while we were thinking about them, I'm like, well, what if, what if little unicorn baby came around and was like, fuck you, anxiety man. I'm oh, fuck you up. Yeah, that actually could be, like, really beneficial. What up, shoe? Let's, shoe, hey, hey, girl, don't think about that. Come over here with me. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to talk about, which is that it has to, you're supposed to have an area that you think of that where you meet it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, okay. I didn't come across that. And I can't find in my notes where I wrote it down, but it said like, you should have this place that's like your meeting ground. Um, okay. Until it's like ready to come into the real world. Or, like, to interact with you whenever it feels like it? Yeah. Okay. And you go to that place. Um, so. Uh, Perf, because I'm going to my little unicorn baby's land all yeah, the time. Yeah, well, that's what I was kind of thinking about it. And I was like, I would rather have an imaginary land that I go to than an imaginary friend who comes to my. Like, I don't really. I don't need a friend in this realm as much as I need a place to go. So maybe if my tulpa will be a little more Pokemon like and I I want to go to its land where everything is like neon clouds. Right. Yeah. I I'm into it now. Yeah, I, I want it to be like sh- a pastel jungle gym sort of land where you can just climb on surfaces yes. and like See, mine's like mine is pretty much rainbow bright okay. land. Oh. Like I I am obsessed with rainbow bright. Okay. And so, like, my tulpa is pretty much just, like, a unicorn that, that happens to be homies with Rainbow Bright. That's a good person to be homies and with. And they live in the same place. Yeah. So. I love drawing them, the characters. They're, they're like, really? so easy to draw. Huh. They're really cute. I like Try this. Try it, people. We learn new things about each other every time we, we record. I know, right? Yeah. I just listened to an episode of Invisibilia. Oh. And it was... kind of similar to this it's about this lady who like spends hours a day daydreaming to where she has like these storylines in her head that have been going on for years Uh and they're so real to her and like so vivid it's like her happy place oh i want to i want to get up in there i mean i thought i had to do dmt to get there but i can just daydream just daydream like super hard so um, it's it was on Invisibilia, and I believe it's the episode called Everything Good. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Listen to their shit. It's, that's a good podcast anyways. Yeah, Invisibilia is amazing. Uh, Tulpa's just reminded me of that episode. Um, um, yeah, I'm going to listen to that. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we've become um, much better friends since we started the podcast, because even if we don't see each other, like, often... Well, I mean, we do see yeah. each other often since the podcast. But yeah. I just mean, like, if we don't hang out outside of it yeah. for a while, it's like, but I still know weird shit about you. Yeah. Oh, Sydney? <laughs> yeah, I know some weird shit about her. I'm not going to tell you. 
listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> like, number one, it's up to Sydney what she wants to tell people. And number two, listen to the podcast. Yeah. Because um, it's growing. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking the other day about how nervous I was to do our first episode. And uh-huh. it was, like, so awkward. And I just dreaded even listening to it. Like, uh-huh. I didn't listen to it for a long time because I was just like, oh, my God, I can't handle listening to my own voice like what did I say I blacked out for an hour and just talked (laughs) yeah and now it's like oh Sydney's coming over we're gonna record tonight yeah like this is fun oh I can't wait till oh my god I'm laughing at myself like a fucking oh yeah neurotic bitch I listen to our episodes and laugh I listened to prosperity Mm. gospels three times (laughs) that episode is so funny (laughs) the episode is funny. like yeah Uh, I I really enjoy listening to our show. It's like pretty much anything I laughed about while recording. Like I just laugh again. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have a good memory. So I don't remember. I don't remember anything that anybody says, including me. So it's like hearing it the first time, even though I was in the room making it. Mm -hmm. So yay us. Also, we have over 500 listeners now. Yay! Which is bananas. Welcome. Hi. We hope you enjoy. Yeah. And uh, hopefully it is truly like I hashtag edutainment. Edutainment. Or, oh, I was watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine and one of the characters said infotainment. Oh, yes. I, I think, was like, oh. I feel like infotainment is more when people make a entertaining uh, ad for something. I think okay. infotainment's an advertising word. That makes more sense. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like, you know, we're we're getting there. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're living our lives. Every day's a hustle, baby. That's true. <laughs> All right. I mean, I guess that's it. That's uh, tulpas. Yeah. If any of you guys have tulpas, like I would be so interested to hear about it. Yeah. And uh, we could do like an interview. If you want to email us at Simone Podcast at mm-hmm. gmail.com. Or if you feel like you have something more to say about tulpas, like let us know. Leave us a voicemail um, at 646 778 Wait, say it one more time because I was like, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. 646-778-7743. Uh, yeah, text Sydney. Text me. Leave me a voicemail. Uh-huh. Oh, that would be good. We'll play it on the yeah, show. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We can play it on the show. Yeah, because I, I want to know, like, from the Tulpa Mansers out there. Yeah, I love that it's a Manser. Tulpa Manser. I, yeah, I like this a lot. Uh-huh. So, Cool. Um, hope you guys have a great Wednesday. <laughs> Happy Hump Day. Yeah.